Welcome back to DevCast, everybody. I'm Carl Fernando. I'm Michael. Davey Boy. And you're listening to the podcast where the three of us come together every week and we talk about movies. And the last movie we watched, I believe, was Dave's pick. The Last the last Samurai. Um, I just finished watching it, literally, like, 20 minutes ago. So it's... Yeah, about that. It's really fresh on my mind, but neither neither Michael Michael or or I have watched it. But first, we'll just quickly recap with Dave. When when was the last time you'd seen it? Uh, probably about. I probably finished watching it around the same time you did. <laughs> Before that. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh, probably, probably about three months ago. Before that. Holy shit! Which is why I picked it. Yeah. yeah. Still fairly fresh, yeah. 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 And, um... I've, is that your first actually, time watching it? No, no. I think I think this is probably about my third or fourth time watching it. Wow. So... When did yeah. you first watch it? I first watched it, uh... Probably... When did it... When did it come out? 2003. 2003. 2003. I, I don't think I saw this till... Um, I want to say probably the late, the, the latter, uh, I, don't, I can't talk. <laughs> it was probably late, like, uh, I don't know, 2000, anyway, somewhere around 2010, but before 2010, I think I saw it first, but yeah, I gotta say, um, I think every time I watch it, I get something more out of it. Like, uh, I don't know, in the way of, I think it just, uh, just breaks my heart a little bit more. Uh, I think this time I, I focused a lot more on the, um, not focused a lot more, but it was brought to my attention like a lot more this time with the, uh, the native Americans and sort of what, what they were doing and how I guess ashamed he was of what he'd, you know, been involved in. And, uh, yeah, it's just like, yeah, that was another, another element of it that uh, they sort of brush on and stuff, but it's not a focal, it's not a focal point. Yeah. I think it's enough of a focal point where every time you see him sort of torturing himself or just feeling shitty, you're reminded of why he's feeling shitty. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like they, you know, they've got enough, fuck, they've got enough flashbacks and stuff. So I guess saying it's not a focal point isn't probably accurate, but it's not, it's not, you know, a main, a main point of the yeah. movie, but yeah. It's just part of his character. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I still, yeah. yeah, I still enjoy it. I still think it's really, really well done. I, I think it's a really, really well put together movie. And when I think uh, the reason I avoided it initially is because, uh, I can't remember if I said this or not, but it was just, you know, the last samurai, Tom Cruise. I'm like thinking, fuck, what, they're going to make this white guy a samurai, right? It just <laughs> didn't, it just didn't seem appealing at all. But once you, um, yeah, the story, <laughs> the story isn't, 
it's it's not as easy as that. So <laughs> yeah, Michael, what do you think? I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, I think Dave may may have picked that from our conversation yesterday. Yeah, Marsh, Marsh conversation. Himself, he had to he had to say something about Ken. Uh, what, what's Ken Watanabe. Watanabe. Yeah, like, his performance. Yeah, by about three quarters of the way through the movie, I was like, "Dude, fuck Tom Cruise." This is probably the best acting I've seen from Ken Watanabe ever. Like he was just fucking phenomenal. And yeah, me away. Like he, he was good. He completely he overshadowed right. Cruise and everybody else in the whole movie to me. Yeah, it's that's so, yeah. that's not an easy feat to do, like alongside Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, yeah, regardless of what you think of him, he's a one of the best actors, I think. Yeah, today working. Um. Oh yeah, for sure. Did and you? Yeah, I loved it. I just wanted. To, I was. I know. I was a little bit quiet then because I was just. I was. I was really interested in what you were saying, Dave. Um, but I no, loved. You it. What uh, a lying bitch! Yeah, for a change. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I fucking loved it. I thought it was exactly like you. You hit the nail on the head when you're saying, <laughs> um, yeah, kind of. For the first thing that comes to mind. Especially Who's in today's now? climate, climate of of Hollywood is uh, another another fo- another foreign white dude goes to another country, masters their <laughs> um, kind of art forms better than the natives, and then comes back and, and it kicks ass. It kicks ass. <laughs> and it's like that's that's that's, what you expect when you see the last samurai and then tom cruise's face it's like oh god really yeah the poster (laughs) like one of the posters is like him in that armor on horseback holding a samurai sword (laughs) you know japanese riding around him everybody else in the background's blowed out like all the other presumed samurai (laughs) it's kind of like yeah are you fucking kidding i I mean like sorry sorry to interrupt like i know this is this is your moment (laughs) no but even even though i i think uh, to me after watching it this this like i don't know what the intention of the title uh is meant to Uh, like in a plural direction aren't you yeah, so I don't I don't think it's meant to be about Tom. I don't think Tom is the last samurai. I think it's talking about the last samurai as a people. Yeah. Well that yeah, that's what kind of what I got from it after watching it. Yeah. But they, it's, it, yeah it's, it's one exactly. of those it's one of those things, yeah, it's like it's uh, But when you see it as plural a title of samurai is samurai. Just, so Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, just like as you watch it, it, it's totally not what you think it is, and I I just feel it's just so well done. Like especially like I know two thousand and three isn't that far away. Like you know, relative relatively speaking, like you know, what are we in twenty seventeen? So it's only like fourteen years ago. It's but there seems to be a thing with movies still around that era era like when you go back and watch them you still see kind of the ignorance of hollywood uh and this didn't have that at all like the cast yeah, i, don't, I the, didn't think so the cast was predominantly uh japanese they they obviously yeah it's and it's it's got quite a bit of 
Japanese in it, like, you know, dialogue. So Oh, and if, I must give an Hollywood honorary film, mention to the really pretty Japanese lady. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dave's, Sorry, that's my... Dave's seal of approval. Dave's uh, <laughs> certified fresh is... Uh, yeah. <laughs> she she's she was she's beautiful but she is a very very beautiful yeah, Tucker. lady her name is Tucker. yeah koyuki koyuki um yeah it's i i love how they captured like the the essence of kind of old japan and, and kind of, anytime i don't know about you but anytime i think of japan I think of a good mix of culture, as in like their their history, their ancient culture, and modern times. So like when I went to Japan last year, I know it's like where we stayed. Um, forget where, forget Shibuya is where we stayed near Shibuya Crossing, and it was like a five minute walk from there. And like you think of Shibuya Crossing, it's the it's the it's the image that everybody knows of like the bustling city, you know, the big mm. the big crossing, neon lights everywhere. But like as we walked up, like five minutes up the road, you had all these buildings and stuff, like shops. Still, still looks like the city. And we went up this little alleyway, and then where we stayed, right across from us, was a fucking uh, what was it? It was a three hundred year old temple, and like. Uh, like maintained, but nevertheless untouched. Yeah, still. I've got to say, like, but like you, it, it's. I think you, you get you get gobsmacked by like being Australian. We don't have history like that. No, and that's that's like, what I was that's what I was getting to. I'm like, they still like, managed to do that in this film. Like, it's a period. Obviously, it's a period piece. So it's set in like 1870 over the course of 1875 to 77, and it's like. I still feel it had a good... It was like the beginning of Japan bringing in kind of the modern world and, and their struggle with that. So I wonder, I just wonder how... Like, obviously, I, I doubt this is a fucking true story, but, like, I like how they captured that side of it because I'm like, I could see that totally happening. You know what I mean? Like, it was a bit of a, <coughs> a, bit of a clash with the modern world yeah, and, and there, but having said that, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go on. I was just gonna say, I think there could be elements of a true story there because it does seem like, uh, <coughs> like you said, Carl, it's very. I don't know. Japan's a very traditional country, but yeah. they're so goddamn modern that <laughs> that seems like a plausible way for how shit could have gone down. I just think with less white people joining the Japanese, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um and man, I man, I love I love the Japanese language. I that has gotta be I don't know, like obviously if you're Japanese you're used to it. <laughs> but like <laughs> everyone's everyone's like, you know, friend because I was thinking about this. Because I was thinking about like I really enjoy listening to 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 the language. I really yeah. do. Um I love the way they talk. I love the accent, the 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 way the words are pronounced and a lot of people pick French and I just and I don't know like I've I've grown up in a somewhat like my dad's Mauritian yeah, so they, 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 yeah. they speak Creole which is 
it's almost it's like French people would probably stab me hang, for saying hang, it's a French dialect. Hang on, hang on. Quito bois. <laughs> I still remember that. What's that? What do you want to yeah, drink? Yeah, you do. What do you want to drink? Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. That's Creole. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Quito bois. Yeah, so it's um there's a lot of Fr- it's it's a very French sounding, you know. Like, but French people will slap you and say that you know it's it's not. But anyway, off off the point. Yeah, I don't know. Like, like French people will probably. I don't know. Like, because then no, I don't know. Did, I've, had, I've heard of French people saying that they think it's the greatest language as well. So no, well, I, I think I, I think it's got to do with like, look, I, what is it? It's English and Spanish is the the two most common languages spoken throughout the world. So I think anytime you hear any other, and I I don't. I've never heard anybody say, wow, English is such a great language. Like, unless, unless they're yeah. like reciting a poem. They, they definitely weren't referring to spelling it. Yeah, spelling, like, or even like writers. Like, I've heard great writers talking about, but like, I feel like that's more just the power of language, not necessarily English. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, but I've heard. I, th- I, think, I think English as, as a written word is, can be fucking amazing. But it's far from the the best the best audible sort of you know to hear it. Yeah, but see that's yeah, yeah. That, it's, yeah that's, that's probably a good way to put it. Yeah, because yeah, the it's writing and poetry and stuff. It's yeah, that's what I mean. It's like an ugly language to listen to. Yeah, like, goddamn. Well, like you, you just you you think of so many words that are essentially the same word but have three to four different to five meanings. different meanings. Um, mm. But I, I, I always felt like growing up where kind of, you know, Michael, where we both grew up, it's predominantly uh, Vietnamese uh, culture. Yeah, Vietnamese so, and like Arab and stuff. So Yeah, I feel like Arab, the Arab culture and stuff didn't really come into it like until we were kind of teenagers. So like, mm. like being really young, like I've said, I don't know if I've said this on this podcast before, but it's like, I didn't really have like a quote-unquote Aussie friend until like year eight like before that my best friends were Vietnamese or uh, Lebanese so yeah it was it's interesting because I always thought the Japanese language I didn't like it I'd always I always felt like they were slurring their words but then it wasn't until I went to Japan and I was kind of like immersed in the culture that I, I really had an appreciation slurring. for the language. No, like like I, I said, I actually think it's very pronounced. They're... Well, I think yeah, I've, I've I've always thought the opposite. Maybe you think that, like because it feels like they're talking very fast. Yeah, like, and they're I sort th- of like tripping over their own words. I think that's the problem is because when you compare Vietnamese to it, Vietnamese is pretty articulate compared to Japanese. Like this is mm. just this is just from my like you know, I fucking haven't studied it or anything and I can't yeah. barely speak Vietnamese and Japanese, but that's just how I hear it. Um, obviously now I know, like I said, being immersed in the culture for like the two and a half weeks I was there or something, a week and a half I was there in Japan. It, it's very much not that at all. Um, but it's such a beautiful language and hearing it spoken in the movie, like. I found myself, I'm like, it was kind of like, 
I'm inching close, and because of the the movie, you learn a little bit more about the culture through the movie as well. You're like, fuck, I kind of want to learn Japanese now. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny you should say that. Yeah, because I actually had those moments where I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if I can. I, I actually had these moments where I'm, I'm like, yeah, I wonder if I should go do a Japanese like lesson. Yeah, you know, or take some Japanese lessons, and then I'm like, ah. I'm just being that dickhead, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, cultural appropriation. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the, I. Yeah, I just I can't I can't really get over how fucking well done this movie was. Like just the yeah. Like, like no, I said, I, I like agree. I was kind of I was. I kind of went in went into it a little bit defensively because I was just kind of like, you know, all right, like if I see. If I see a little bit, yeah, like cultural appropriation or fucking a little bit of like misguided racism, I'll just kind of like try to try to let it go. But I'm like, I didn't feel like that at all through it. You know what I mean? Like not once. Like yeah. when 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 Tom Cruise is starting to learn kind of the ways of the samurai, it's it feels natural. You know what I mean? Like the the honor he sees that them have have every day like he says at one point he goes he's he's never seen discipline like that anywhere yeah, it was like discipline and compassion and something else I can't yeah remember he was like he goes these people wake up every day and do things do things to utter perfection whatever it is they may be doing and like you see shots yeah. of people plowing a field people training people sewing like everything yeah like and it wasn't just like men it was men women children everything and i was like yeah i'm like that's kind of like what i think of when i think of the japanese culture as well as extremely disciplined people you know and yeah. and do things i, to I think i i get taken back to like um uh well not taken back but i i don't know how big like i guess with modern times and stuff the the whole the whole honor thing um, really draws me in. I'm, I'm, mm. uh, I'm really, yeah. That that aspect of the Japanese culture really, really it's intriguing. Like, gets me. It's, yeah, yeah. It's I'm, very I'm just, intriguing. Well, it's and yeah, it's sorry. it's it's a um, it's a very beautiful part of the culture. The 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 honor and everything's about honor. Yeah. Well, like I I see it serves a purpose. Like I don't think it serves a purpose now with kind of modern times like because it I, I feel like it stems a lot from war like like what they're saying like you know to bring shame upon the kind of family to bring dishonor it, it's you're better off dying you know and it's just kind of like in today's modern world it's just kind of like yeah like I don't yeah. think I mean they they it is taken to the extreme like in the in the old sort of Bushido code yeah. but I think a lot of it if it was apply, applied today, like the world would be a better place, for oh, sure. Yeah, like oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. like yeah. no doubt. But yeah, yeah no. like you know, let's let let's not you know force someone to fucking disembowel themselves. But you know, like if if we just put a little more, but then but then that's what I'm saying. Into uh, it comes back to and, yeah, yeah, it comes back to honor, like being honorable and having. Like the the very definition of the word honor. Mm. Yeah. 
it's it's funny too because I I totally forgot about this book that I got like and I'm Marshman I'm I'm fairly fucking confident you've heard of it um Dave probably yeah. not but I bought it when I was in Japan and it's the book got, of the book of got pretty pictures no 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 sorry it doesn't but I read it I read it over there too like it's a pretty it's a pretty small book like even for me I could read it pretty quickly um <laughs> the book the book of five rings and it's kind of like the ways of the samurai and like it's basically like the bible for samurai and this this movie just reminded me of it because it's got like yeah it's just like so many kind of the rules of being a samurai and i'm just like just reading it you can just feel the like you said dave like the honor like they they hold Mm. so much they put so much stock into that it's fuck i'm i'm kind of at a loss for words to think of even karate kid like i know it's karate kid and that was very <laughs> you know that that was yeah it was what it was what is it dave but sweet even... to lick <laughs> what was it what was it sweet to lick sweet to lick <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, sweet he to walks lick. up to him with a bloody nose and he wipes his nose it sounded like he said sweet to lick <laughs> oh fucking hell dave How i'm, I'm 20 years, 20 years I'm 100% mate 100% a hundred percent sure. I am not the only person that has made that mistake. Twenty years so you were I... walking around saying "sweet to lick." <laughs> well, oh, the sweet to lick. <laughs> sweep the lake. It's sweet to lick. all right. Stop! Stop correcting me. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. I found I've found the error of my ways. Stop it. Yeah, look, I, I don't, I don't, I, I quickly looked up to see how the critical. Wait, a oh sorry, Karate Kid. Oh, sorry, gay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Karate. Yeah, all I was gonna say is Karate Kid. Yeah, when he goes to Okinawa, and it was, um, yeah, there was, you know, the the whole honor thing. But you killed it. You sorry. killed it. It's sorry. gone now. Whatever. You bring what shame, were you saying? You bring oh. shame upon this podcast. Um, I just looked up the critical sure. critical response. <laughs> Don't just, answer that. <laughs> I did quickly look up the critical the the reception of the uh, film, and kind of just to see if anyone like if there was a big outrage about it being like, yeah, because like this the current climate of films how it is it's like feels like a buzzword going around is is whitewashing um yeah like i think that there is stock to it like definitely fucking racism in in hollywood um so i just i was just wondering i wonder if they felt like this about if people felt like it about this film and i'm like no apparently it done a lot better in japan than it did in the united states um it was oh, just wow. received a hell of a lot better i'm like i think that speaks yeah, I'm like, I think that speaks volumes. And I'm just kind of like, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I think that's the way you do a cultural film and you bring it to another country. Like, you don't you don't have the native countrymen portrayed in a fucking savage light. You know what I mean? Like, like they refer to the samurai at the start of the film as savages and they're kind of hinting. And it's 
it's kind of one of those things that's like, you know what you're saying with the American Indians? Like, well, we, we talked about the Dances with Wolves last last yeah. week, and it was just like, but it's the same thing. They they're seen as savages. The the native Native um, Americans were seen as savages and whatnot. But then, it, yeah, it's but you on look the, at the same sort of light. Yeah, you you yeah. actually look at their culture, and it's like yeah, yeah, they're not they're, they're not savage people at all. Like, and I think I feel it's it's kind of any. Um, indigenous culture kind of gets labelled that way at first by kind of yeah. invading Well, it's, it's a Hollywood fucking cliche at this point. Like, anytime you see yeah. someone, like, join the indigenous group, they're going to be <laughs> thought of as savages at first. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just... Lo and behold, they're more human than the technologically advanced people. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's just it's just the thought of the indigenous people being savages, whether whether there's white people joining them or not. It's just like yeah, they're all, they're all savages. Yeah, but it it all ends up the same in the end. Like it's look as much as I love the last samurai, the plot was not exactly you know unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, it's not like, I, like even when I said before we watched this, like I've probably seen this plot <laughs> a million times already. Yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, but, but yeah, like that's that's, that's yeah, that's what I was like getting around to is that the thing is though with that it's it's how it's done, like oh, yeah, and it's yeah, this is say. this is like they treat the Japanese culture with such respect that I'm like yeah, yeah. it's hard it it'd be way too hard for anybody to look at this and be like oh you know that's cultural appropriation or that even that's racist or, or whatever and it's like no it's not you, you're treating it, everything so delicately and you, you're weaving it into this story that's so well done because it was like just thinking about it then I'm like they're actually like what you know, Tom Cruise go, goes to Japan and then the quote unquote savages are still Japanese people they're just following a different way of life they're fo- following a more traditional way of life the way of the samurai where it's like their conflict is with other Japanese people. But, like, when you see other films, like, you know, just just to go to the States, like the Americans fighting with American Indians, it's two races against each other, you know? Whereas yeah. this, it was, like, mm-hmm. the one race against each other with, a, a th- with a, another race in there kind of on both sides. So it, f- it felt, just felt a lot better. I think we just lost Dave. Did no, we? no, I'm here. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, the Skype just fucking done a brain fart. But yeah, like, <laughs> I I fucking love this movie, man. I'll definitely watch it again. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, glad I'll, you I'll guys both it. liked yeah. it because I, I really enjoyed it. It's another one of those movies that that um, tickles the old emotional bone in me. Yeah. And, yeah. But I'm, why? Like, why? But you said, you said at the start of this, you you get something new out of it every time you watch it. What was the new thing this time? I think, I think the, I think it, it, the, the scenes where they're killing innocent native Americans, but that had nothing to do with anything. They just stormed it. There's just this moment where I'm like, this stuff would have happened. Yeah. It, it did happen. This stuff, you know, like kids and 
and and women and you know innocent i guess yeah just innocent people period yeah and yeah it just well that's the, yeah, yeah just just a moment where i'm i'm watching it and i'm just like this is really like people are just we're we're fucked yeah you know what i mean like, <laughs> like humans are fucked that, that we're with that was another thing that i wanted to bring up like i obviously like from the fucking photo the poster of this film it's like i said it's tom cruise on horseback holding a samurai he's charging into battle i i'm really starting to have a problem with how we kind of well not we but the kind of hollywood films romanticize violence and especially war um i feel like that that this wasn't romanticized at all it was it showed Uh, actually and, and I'm sorry, but I did have a thought about that because they do that. There, there are, there are scenes with the badassery in it. Yeah, you, you, you're seeing it, but then it's almost like they almost always bring it back with the, the reflection. Like you see, like you see Tom Cruise watching all the people dying, and it's just like, it, it's almost brought back by this this moment of. Look at look at this fucking this waste. Yeah. Sort yeah, they they immediately show you the ugly side. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's what I I fucking loved about this. Like, kind of you, you go into any kind of war film, and you just I don't know I don't know about you, but I prepare myself. I'm just kind of like, yeah, look, this is probably going to be romanticized and stuff, and. And I see it a lot. Um, it's, you know, you see it's probably most evident in like 80s and 90s action films. Um, they are a product of their era. But yeah, th- this didn't have that at all. I'm struggling, struggling now. That point I was trying to make. Thanks, Dave, for interrupting me and interrupting that thought. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, tat. <laughs> You are a fucking tit. Yeah, it's... You're a tat. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, look, I'll, I'm sure it'll... Hopefully it'll come back to me. But yeah, um, that's... That's pretty much... Was there anything else that you used to want to add to it? God damn it, Dave. I'm really was, pissed off I, you I fucking forgot. interrupted me. Because that was a really good point. Come <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Michael. I just done the exact same thing to you. <laughs> nah. Sorry, what were you gonna say? No, I thought I, if there was anything, I forgot what it was. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, like anything that was kind of negative about it. Oh, okay. let's, let's try. Let's try. Not, let's not try and help Carl remember what he was gonna say. Uh, you were right, talking right. about romanticizing. Well, now you uh, just made Michael forget scenes. what he was about to say after I reminded uh, him no. and he remembered what it. he was going to say. Oh, oh, that's my fault now, is it? Yeah. That's my fault. He again. just done it fucking two. Strike two. No, you just admitted that it was your fault. Now, now he's just not even letting Michael Mitch. talk. It's rude. <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> yeah, what, were you, what were you saying? Oh, just after the movie was over, I just sort of had a chuckle to myself. Because, like, you know how. Like, you know how there's that Twitter, like, you know, describe movie plots badly and shit? I kind of came up with one for this. And it was just basically like, dude kills Japanese guy, steals his family. 
because that's essentially what he did. Yeah, kills the dad and then fucking... <laughs> yeah. Go goes, goes to the house and fucking fucks his wife. It's like, all right. Oh, they never banged. Well, they would have at some point, Dave. Well, it's kind of implied at the end because he goes back yeah. to the village and she's the first thing, first person... He kind of said, oh, that was a, that was another thing I thought that was well done too. Is when she's dressing him in the armor, and they have that little peck. Uh, yeah. That was that was also really yeah. respectful. Yeah, nice, it's like, nice little scene. The, yeah, it was it was um, wasn't like this massive. You you almost think they're just gonna start going, you know, hammer and tongs. Yeah, this mad patch, <laughs> but it's you know you expect it being. I don't know. You sort of expect it. But then it's just this subtle little peck, and then she sort of—I think—I think it's her that sort of pulls away. It's almost like, you know, this where she's probably not not ready for that intimacy, I guess. Especially with a dude that killed her husband. Yeah. Well, I think she like she obviously has feelings for him at that point. Yeah, but it's almost this point of realization when they're kissing. Well, well that, where it's, that's the whole conflict. Like, you know, you killed my husband. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I like I like how they resolve that. Like, he apologizes for it, and then she's just like, he died doing his duty, like in the yeah. war, and then she's you know to add more on top on top of it. She's like, you're doing your duty. Yeah, surviving. Yeah. It, it, it's like, a complex yeah. situation. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. It's just like it's just totally understandable. It's just like yeah, mm. you you would hold such fucking hatred for this man, but you kind of you also know that your husband was the type of man that thought dying in battle was to bring honor. So yeah. yeah, it's like your husband got what he wanted. But I fucking, you know, don't have a husband now. And it's because of this cunt in front of me. Um, <laughs> speaking of cunts. Remember I was saying there's no... I couldn't really find any negative criticism about the film? <laughs> well, um, dude for Variety magazine is, wrote wrote this. Uh, clearly enamoured of, of the culture it examines while... Resolutely, resolutely remaining an outsider's romanticization of it, Jan is disappointingly content to recycle familiar attitudes about the nobility of ancient cultures, Western despoilment of them, liberal historical guilt, and the the unrestrainable unrestrain, greed of capitalists and the irreducible primacy of Hollywood movie stars. Jesus fucking Christ, that was brutal. Like, you're ready. Yeah, yeah, both. Fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> but it was just like, ah, like I don't know. This is what frustrates me about critical reviews nowadays. It's just almost. Remember, I was saying like, kind of, I go into film like certain films, like especially war films, having a sense of like oh, they're probably going to romanticize the violence and stuff in it. I do have that mm. thought in me, but I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm not going into the film hoping for that. I'm going into the film hoping that it doesn't do that. So I'm looking for reasons for it not to be romanticized. Whereas I feel like there's a lot of critics nowadays who will go into films 
hoping for that and then pointing out anywhere that they possibly can for that. Like, to me, him writing that statement is just a fucking statement. There's no... Like, where where does it... Sounded him sounded like him just trying to be fucking different. Like, look at me and look at me and, like, what I'm fucking writing. Yeah, but... This is so different. The big one, too, that stands out for me, like, massively, is liberal historical guilt. Like... Yeah. Are you kidding? Like, this is something that you could totally see happening. So, it's like... And it's not trying to make you feel bad for it. It's just kind of like, yeah, look, this shit happened. Here's a narrative to go with it. And I hope you enjoyed the ride. Like, it's like, yeah. Mm. It's like, I don't know. That's just how I feel about any kind of... Like, that's what makes... Like, how you should be looking at kind of films to do with ancient cultures. Or just culture in general. Just be like, yeah, alright. Shit shit like that doesn't even affect me anymore. Like, anytime there's a movie that's like that, where it's like, you know, evil capitalist or the West are fucking scumbags. I'm like, yeah, I know we are. Let's... Yeah. (laughs) It was a good more... story, but it was it was a lot of it was um, to me about the performances that as as well as as the story. I think I think the performances um, definitely played a, a major part. Yeah, and and the and the way the film was well, brought together. Yeah, it's it's not just one element of the film like there were so many so many things about it that made it a good film like the setting like the the actual locations like some of the beautiful um inside inside of the temples that you go to i'm like they look Mm. absolutely stunning like and some of the places where it's spring like they have um they cherry blossoms blooming like they look fucking beautiful um and the winter, the the snow covered temple, I was like, oh, fuck, that looks, you know, because you just you just assume that that temple is fucking three to nine hundred years old. So, just the history alone with it there, and then yeah, the performances, like across the board from everybody, is fucking brilliant. Can't. Um, yeah. yeah. Look, I think, I think in the now. end, like. I, I think in the end, like uh, the way I feel is this <laughs> this movie. While I was watching it, I just felt like it was made with a lot of passion and a lot of love behind it <laughs> for the Japanese culture, yeah, traditional culture anyway, like the Bushido code and all that. Yeah. <laughs> if if anything, it can probably. I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if it inspired people to live better lives. In the end. Yeah. That, not, that, like that's how good I think it was, and do, like, and even more, more to that, I think it would open people's hearts a little bit more to other cultures. Mm. Like, and I think th- for me, that's the message that I take away from films like this, just because I'm like, yeah, I watch a movie for two hours and forty minutes about another culture, and then by the end of it, I'm like, fuck, I wouldn't mind learning Japanese, like. It's an actual. It's a beautiful language, and the culture is so rich and intriguing that I want to know a hell of a lot more than I already do about it. Um, that's what a. That's what a great movie does. So, hopefully, hopefully, people look at it a little bit more with an open heart. Yeah. Is there anything else you two want to add to it? Nah. I'm good. 
No. All right. <coughs> and since we've changed the format, I'll be yeah, picking. Carl remembers this time. Yes, I remember. I do. So, I will be letting us. I'll be picking the movie for next week that we'll be discussing. DKM. Alrighty. So what? So uh, what? Uh, what Kevin Smith circle joke are we watching this time? Oh, close, close. <laughs> um. Actually, it was between this and another film that I'm not too sure that you've seen, Michael. Okay. Actually, just on that, I'm going to change it to this. Yeah. Just out of spite? <laughs> no, just because I don't think you've seen it. And if you have seen it, I'm going to be... Nah, because then Dave's seen it. Oh, God. For oh, fuck's sake. Nah, all right. I'll do this one because I don't do think... what you're originally think... going to do. It's nah. supposed to be like, you know, here's one I prepared earlier. Yeah, no, because <laughs> yeah. I was, dude, I was like, I was so committed. I was you so don't, committed. You don't, you don't, and then you, you brought me you down with that like, Kevin Smith what? circle jerk comment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, all right, I'll go for my first pick. First one, Dave, you've watched it recently. I know you have because I watched it while I was uh, still at your place. But it's uh, Desperado. Ooh. Have you seen Actually, that, Michael? You haven't. No. Oh, I don't oh. think I've seen that recently. Oh, I've I've been told like multiple times to watch it, like watch El Mariachi and Desperado and shit, but just never got around to it. Look, I think El. This is my feeling on it. El Mariachi is something that I'm like. If you really like Robert Rodriguez and mm. you wanna, you're you're kind of interested in the man then watch El Mariachi. If you just kind of want to watch a Robert Rodriguez film, like, and then that's it, uh, Desperado is the way to go because they're essentially the same film. So, do you, do you know what, this? What if I just want to watch Selma Hayek? And watch fucking yeah. From Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. It's <laughs> probably a Isn't she film in Desperados? Yeah, she's in Desperado. Yeah, that was my point. <laughs> So yeah, look, it's. I'll give you a little bit of a. Do you know the history of El Mariachi or Desperado? No. All right. No. Well, El Mariachi came about. It was made for seven. He Robert Rodriguez is basically <coughs> credited for kicking off the indie movement in the nineties. Him along with uh, Link Richard Linklater, Kevin Smith, and and to an extent uh, Tarantino. El Mariachi, he made for seven grand to the point where he was literally selling his body. He would go, he would go do, be in these medical experiments for like weeks on end to get money to fund it, um, which is fucking amazing. And he made it in Spanish as a calling card for the Spanish market. That's why it's in Spanish. Because he was like, he had, he was like, I I think he was like in the frame of mind, I want to eventually get to Hollywood, but I know I'm not going to go from straight from this film to Hollywood. Anyway, he ended up taking it around and um, showing people and they were like, oh, I forget, I'm pretty sure it was Miramax bought it and they were just kind of like, holy fuck, this is great. Uh, if we give you a big enough budget, do you think you could make something else like it or whatever? And he's like, I'll just fucking, I'll make El Mariachi again, this time with money. And that's how Desperado came about. So essentially they're the same 
same story just with a bigger bigger budget um but fuck it's a it's a fantastic movie and then you've got a got a uh, sequel to it once upon a time in mexico which yeah is like far cry away from desperado <coughs> um it's got johnny depp in it uh but desperado's dead set the way to go i can't believe you haven't seen it dave i thought thought you had i've, I've no i've i've seen i think i've caught bits and pieces of it when it had aired on TV but I've, I've never sat down and watched it like start to finish okay there you go um what do you what have you heard about it like have you heard it's a good movie a bad movie oh look there's something that put me off about it like and kind of prevented me from watching it is that everybody that told me it was a great movie were <laughs> people that were like Oh, I don't like a movie unless it's got fucking guns in it. Yeah, you know? fair enough. It's so it's, I'm just sort of like, oh, it's one of those movies. I'm just gonna fucking ignore it. Yeah, look, this it's one of those one of those movies that it is it. People who just like action films and just kind of like action driving the plot, they're hmm. they're gonna love it because that's it's just action after action. And remember what I was saying before about. 80s and 90, 90s films just kind of romanticizing violence. Um, yeah. This this does that. Um, not not to the extent to say like an Arnie film or Sylvester, you know, Rambo or, or fucking like, you know, Commando or Predator or anything like that. But it, it does it in a, a different sort of a way. Um, yeah, it's it's just a great movie. I'm excited for you to watch it now. Um, so, I'll give I'll give you the synopsis, which is, yeah, one <coughs> sentence, which pretty much sums up the film. A gunslinger, dude, fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah, um, a gunslinger is embroiled in a war with a local drug runner. Um, yeah, it's it's got Antonio Banderas, Salma Hayek, in it. Uh, Danny Terrio is in it. He's the fucking this are uh, just kind of secret origins here too. This this movie was the reason I wanted to grow my hair long when I was a kid, because I I I loved Antonio Banderas, so I was like, if what I do grow you mean my, loved you still do still do yeah. If I if I grow my hair long, then I'll be I'll be the desperado. I'll be the mariachi. Oh, no, you'd just be an ugly cunt with long hair. <laughs> yeah, like Antonio Banderas. <laughs> so yeah that's wow. uh that's take that you know what? Yeah, jesus <laughs> well to Jeez, be fair podcast. Fuck. to be fair now i want to be an ugly cunt with long hair <laughs> <laughs> dude every time i watch this movie i'm like i want to grow my hair long again without fail without fail i have a good week or so where i'm like i'm gonna grow my hair long and then it doesn't yeah, reality sinks in. I'm like, I fucking, I've got Asian hair where it's just dead straight no matter how long it is, and it, it's just a fucking piss poor effort all around. I'll watch the movie and be like, I want to grow my hair. Lo- oh wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you got orange hair, so it doesn't count. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's hot, like the Mexican sun. <laughs> all right, let's uh, so yeah, let's let's go and watch. Desperado and we'll come back next week so that was this week's episode done and dusted so 
Hope you've enjoyed it. And until until next week, Dave. I had a very good conversation. Jesus Christ. We went through all of that without being racist. And you just <laughs> had to pull out that Asian accent, didn't you? That was what he said a couple times in the fucking movie, dickhead. What did he just, say? I had a very good conversation. <laughs> fucking it, Dave. Take us out. I did. You were too busy yakking. <laughs>